This is a podcast by The Straits Times. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3 and welcome to our regular sports show Game of Two Halves every Monday live on Money FM 89.3 at 5:15 p.m. where I host the sports podcasters from the Straits Times. I'm Rachel Kelly and I'm joined today by Straits Times sports correspondent Sazali Abdulaziz and we're also joined today by Lian Chung Loon who's just been elected president of National Track and Field Body Singapore Athletics or SA last Friday evening. Evening. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Sazali. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you and congratulations on being elected. Thank you. Great. So perhaps you can tell us, along with your full nine-person slate, you're going to form SA's new leadership for the next two years. Can you tell us what targets you and your team have uh, set out to achieve in the first 100 days? Definitely. The thing about any transition is that it has to be smooth, it has to be fast, it has to be seamless. Uh, nobody is going to cut us any slack, least of, all, mm. least of all ourselves, for getting up to speed quickly. So even in the lead up to the elections, we, are, we had already articulated a 100-day plan because we wanted to be able to hit the ground running. Um, elections were on Friday. Mm. On Saturday, we had already met to discuss in extensive detail. And before that, we had outlined three parts of our 100-day plan, which, is, which uh, we are now in the implementation process. The first is to review the ongoing uh, legal cases. The second is really to outreach to our athletes. As you know, the SEA Games is next year. Uh, next year's SEA Games will be in Vietnam. We have roughly about 11 months before qualification closes. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we reach out to the athletes, get a sense and a gauge of their current performance state and training and also have and and also start to think about what qualification looks like under COVID conditions. Uh, obviously it's not very helpful if athletes go overseas to compete and come back and have to serve a 14-day quarantine where they will be detraining. So this second piece is really around focus on the athletes, outreach to them with a with a with an eye on the SEA Games. Again, no guarantees on medals, but we do want to make sure that every athlete is given the best chance of qualifying mm-hmm. and, and representing and doing us proud. We know how stressful it has been and how disappointing it may be as well if uh, they don't have an opportun- opportunity to, to compete. And calendar obviously has been very empty during this period. So the second point really is around reaching out to the athletes, uh, hearing athletes, coaches, you know, the broader community, but with an eye of something that's quite urgent because 11 months is not a long time in terms yes. of athletic performance. What's the key challenge that you and your team have to overcome? The key challenge here, I, I think we have a lot of support, a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of support from, from the affiliates, from the community, many, many well-wishers. We are just trying to, uh, uh, the task list is very large. There are many pressing and they're all pressing, many, many things are all pressing. So we're just trying to make sure that we organize ourselves better so that mm-hmm. we can tap on all these additional resources and well-wishers uh, and, and supporters and resources so that we can be more effective. I always say that the association is the association is uh, a multi association is a multiplier. So um, we want to make sure that we do well so that we can multiply the 
the base stock, whether the base stock is of the athletes, the, the community, the coaches, the affiliates. Now, you briefly mentioned um, legal issues, and among the things that you've inherited are some legal issues involving SA. Can you tell us what you plan to do about them? Uh, I won't go into any, any specifics. Mm-hmm. Um, there, are, there are quite a lot of uh, different ones involved, but uh, we've, same thing, we've produced over the weekend, spent time, spoke to independent legal ad- advise, advisors just to get a handle on A, what, it's the same with the athletes, right? One is mm. take stock of all the current issues. Second, assess them independently. And third, craft a strategy uh, once, now that we have access to a few more of the details. So we had broad outlines previously, but now we have access to more details. Um, we, we can also, we're also empowered to seek legal advice on this and we have already done so. Now, going back to the elections, each individual in your nine-person slate received at least 14 of 17 valid votes. Now, that's quite a vote of confidence, literally, from the affiliates. How does that make you feel, and uh, does it give you hope for unity in the scene? It might be a little bit cliche to say um, humble, but it is humbling. When people ask me how I felt after the elections, it wasn't uh, jubilation or elation. Mm. It was a sense of responsibility because this is not a competition per se. It is not about my slate beating the other team, which I have great res- respect for, right? I mean, mm-hmm. both teams came, we, you know, we, 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 we made our pitch. Um, I think we were able to convince the affiliates a little bit better uh, about what our team can bring to the table. So it's not about we won. That's why I always said this is not a competition. The spirit yes. that we need to bring into the AGM is collaboration. And after the AGM, we still would love to work. We, we need to work with all the affiliates, not just the ones that voted for us, but the ones that may not have voted for us. And the ones, and it's not just affiliates, right? It's, it's the broader community. So the feeling, the feeling is really one of responsibility. The feeling one is, is one that I'm glad they gave us a strong mandate So don't get me wrong. I appreciate the strong mandate. A strong mandate is important because it means that they believe in the plans. Mm -hmm. It is a validation of the plans that we have talked about and that we are already beginning to implement as of the night itself. Uh, And from from my view, it was was very heartening to see, you know, know, everybody sort of pulling together in one Mm -hmm. direction, whichever way it might have gone. Uh, You know, one thing I've gathered from from talking to some of the affiliates uh, is that they appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Lian's team, team ground up, uh, you know, the fact that they actually took the effort to, to go down, uh, meet athletes, coaches and officials on the ground and, and actually take a genuine interest in hearing from them and, and understanding, you know, what their needs and their concerns are. I think Mr. Lian, uh, just uh, a couple of minutes ago, mentioned about SEA uh, Games 2021 uh, and, and trying to do what they can to facilitate getting the best out of the athletes. Uh, for qualification and, and that's huge that's important because uh, many times in, in the past uh, not just in athletics in some other sports as well it's more of okay we'll support you by sending you to a competition mm. overseas but you know you know whether you qualify or not whether you meet the mark or not that's down to you and, and that's it you know so, so it's, it's very much you do it if you, if you show us the results we'll send you so uh, yeah you know I think, I think it's a very uh, athlete centric approach then and, you know, one that, that uh, over the years, you know, argue could be improved upon and, and hopefully, um, you know, the, the current SEA leadership can, can actually, you know, do that. 
So do you think then that it's more that SA can do to foster harmony and unity in the local scene? Uh, definitely. But again, the SA doesn't operate alone. Mm. We, we are, I always say that we are the multiplier with the ecosystem builder. We set, we set a tone, uh, yeah. but I'm, ultimately athletics is also ground up. And that's why we use the name. It is a ground up uh, initiative. It is a ground up system that we, we need to depend on. Uh, and it's my plea to and my ask of everyone during our campaigning was, it's not just the SA. Trust me that if we come into the position which we have, Mm. I will be knocking on everybody's door to ask you as well of help because it is going to be a whole Singapore athletics community-driven community effort. effort. We've reached the uh, halfway point of our broadcast. Now, if you like the Straits Times Game of Two Halves podcast, you can listen live on Money FM 89.3 from 5.15pm every Monday or you can subscribe to hashtag Game of Two Halves on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. Now, we still have Lian Chung Loon, new Singapore athletics president here on with us and we've just a couple more questions with him before we go to this week's moment of the week. Let's move away from the SA elections for a short while here. People always point to the golden era. I mean, you, you talk about winning golds and people always talk about the golden era of the 60s and the 70s where we had athletics competitions at an Asian level. They were really kind of, you know, at their peak, some may say. Do you think we can ever get there again? What is a golden era? There's a golden era in terms of having a lot of medals. There's a golden era where you know that the system works, where you've got a flourishing, ground-up community, which then translates into elite athletes. Mm. I am really looking for a golden era where the, the health of the ecosystem is great, where the community spirit is great, where the coaches, the clubs, the athletes really feel good about the sport. They're proud of the sport. If you have that, then the medals will come. Yeah, yeah Cezali, what are your thoughts? You mentioned the, the ecosystem as a whole, and mm. and it's you know it's commonly said you know there, there, are, there are so many medals you know up for grabs uh, you know in in track and field at every Sea uh, Games or Asian Games, um, and you know for, for some reason Singapore we 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 have you know sort of uh, trailed other countries a bit you know over the over the decades to the point that you know we are only competitive in maybe three or four events. Um, I think it's important that you know. To, to, for, for the health of the, the whole ecosystem to, to be more competitive over a broader number of events. I think that's one of the things that Ms. Lin has has said uh, is his goal. Um, you know, personally, you know, you, you talk about whether we can sort of go up a level or a couple of levels to, to, to be competitive, you know, at the Asian level. That requires a few things like, you know, natural talent and, and obviously, you know, blossoming into, into uh, an, an, uh, an athlete and fulfilling the potential. But, you know, I, I help we missed a, a chance a bit in 2015 because, um, you know, we, we hosted the sea games on both soil. Everything sort of seemed to align, the stars seemed to align, you know, our men's, you know, four by one uh, relay team, including Gary, who's on the land team, you know, they, they, they broke the national record. I think it was like the sixth time in, in the last five years or something. They, they have been progressing so well. Our girls, I think the four by four did so too. They broke the national record. Shanti got first individual sprint medal. Uh, since 1973, we had people like Dipna Lim, Fasad, uh, Solo Yong, Zubin, you know, sprinters. And, and you know, there, there was a win in, in the sales of, of Singapore athletics. And, and I felt that, you know, the, the, the progress of, of these athletes and their achievements could have been built on. Um, you know, but, you know, unfortunately, the following year, there was a leadership change. 
you know, and then the same old problems of started to take place in, in, in athletics, you know, in fighting, you know, this and that and so on and so forth. And, and honestly, as it regressed and, and, you know, the athletes became sort of like not the focus anymore. And, and you know, so I feel for them and, and they could not, you know, sort of go to that next, next level. You know, there was talk Shanti could, you know, go on to, to be competitive at Asian level. There was talk about sending her to the US to study and train where she would you know, potentially blossom. So that never happened. And, and you know, so in a way, I feel uh, a bit disappointed, like I feel that there, there was a missed opportunity, but you know, there's there's always a future and we have new talents and, and let's hope, you know, SA can now nurture them. Well, you know, there's so much for us to catch up on on this topic, especially uh, with Mr. Lian joining us here today. But that's all we've got time for. And before we wrap this week's Game of Two Halves episode, Sazali, what's our moment of the week? Yeah, just very quickly. I think usually we like to highlight, you know, the best uh, of, of sport as the moment of the week. But for this week's episode, we have to give it to the fast that was the handball decision, even against Spurs. In their one-one draw with Newcastle on, on Sunday night, it was a travesty. It was horrible. Uh, you know, the, the player wasn't even chasing the ball, and, and I, mm. I believe, I hope it will be the tipping point. You know, for the, the football authorities to, to make a change in how it's implemented. And, you know, I, I, I strongly believe something has to change, and that handball decision, that moment could be a defining one uh, for that to happen. Well, there goes the final whistle for our sports discussion of the week. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Follow Straits Times, hashtag Game of Two Halves podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And you can also catch this episode on the Straits Times YouTube channel later this week. Thank you for listening and thank you to our special guest this week, Mr. Lien Chung Loon. We wish you all the best of luck as you embark on the next two years with Singapore Athletics. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.